Hello everyone, my name is Caleb Giesbrecht and this is the Reformed Grants Podcast where today we'll be discussing a bit more of a somber topic and that is, of course, the death of George Floyd and the ensuing riots. How are we as a church to respond? Now, I need to explain why I'm making this first and foremost. There are uh, several reasons and the first one will go back to last year when the Southern Baptist Convention signed into legislation as an amendment to their teaching that they would be using critical race theory and intersectionality as analytical biblical tools. Now, this was a wicked, wicked decision. These are not Christian foundations. These are not Christian ideas. And they said that they're not, they won't be our foundations that are just going to be tools. But the fact of the matter is you need to look at the worldview that these come from. It is a secular one. And this is what we see now in these riots, we see what's happening is that this is these things, critical race theory and intersectionality played out on a mass scale in the USA right now with these riots. Secondly, this last Tuesday was hashtag blackout Tuesday. I went to Facebook that morning and I was pressured to not post my podcast episode, Why I Am a Calvinist. This was hard for me. I really did not expect this. I was like, what's going on? Then I went to Instagram. There was black photos everywhere, both believers and unbelievers posting them, saying hashtag Blackout Tuesday, hashtag Black Lives Matter. Of course, I was really confused now, so I went to Google, looked it up, and they said the point of this was to stand along Black Lives Matter. Now, why will I not stand alongside Black Lives Matter? Why will I not stand in solidarity with them? They're anti-racism. So am I. So why would I not stand with them? They are a secular organization. If you are not for God, you are against God. And I will not stand with someone who's against God. This is why I will not stand with, say, for instance, National Right to Life. I am anti-abortion, but National Right to Life is a secular organization. They do not stand for the gospel, and so therefore their foundation is different. They stand on sand. I stand on the rock. I stand upon God. They stand upon man. And that is why I cannot stand with Black Lives Matter. So, that is why I find this episode so important, because we have so many in the church who are standing on sand right now, and they are not of the true church. We also have many in the church who are standing on Christ as their foundation, but they are building off of Christ with silver, straw, gold, silver, and these materials that Paul warned us against in 1 Corinthians 3. And so I just really feel the need to exhort the church to look higher, to look to Christ, to ponder Christ, to think of the heavenly things, as Paul says in Colossians chapter 3. So please bear with me today. I'm going to try to get through this all in a relatively short manner of time. But I think this is really, really important and that we need to be addressing these things biblically and not emotionally. So, starting off, let me say this. Officer Chauvin, who killed George Floyd, needs to be given the capital punishment. And that sounds real weird after I just said we need to stand on a biblical foundation, but not an emotional one. So let me make a case for that for you from Scripture to start off with. Now, I'm going to start with the biblical text of Romans 13, one that has been thrown on around a lot lately. It's going to help us understand the authority issues of the recent pandemic of COVID-19 and the issues surrounding this riot and George Floyd situation. 
So let me read through the first five verses here. Every person is to be in subjection to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those which exist are established by God. Therefore, whoever resists authority has opposed the ordinance of God. And they who have opposed will receive condemnation upon themselves, for rulers are not a cause of fear for good behavior, but for evil. Do you want to have no fear of authority? Do what is good, and you will have praise from the same. For it is a minister of God to you for good, that for it, that being the government, of course. But if you do what is evil, be afraid, for it does not bear the sword for nothing. For it is a minister of God, an avenger who brings wrath on the one who practices evil. Therefore, it is necessary to be in subjection, not only because of wrath, but for also for conscience's sake. So, we see that there is a comparison made between government and an avenger. It says they do not bear the sword, the sword for nothing. They don't bear it in vain. They have the sword. They have the ability to kill. It is their job to enact justice. God will hold them responsible for how they go about it, but it is their place to enact justice. And so we see time and time again, um, Paul is brought before the uh, governing authorities in Acts chapter 25, and he says, if I've done wrong, let me be punished for it. We see that uh, in the Old Testament, Daniel submits to his authorities. He does when, when he's brought to the lion's den, he does not argue with them. He does not fight against them. When he is told to eat of certain foods, he does not get argumentative or angry. Rather, he, su- he suggests, suggests an alternative option. Of course, that's not always doable in terms of government, but the fact of the matter is we see that people comply with the government's authority in terms of justice, and so they have authority in this issue over Officer Chauvin. Now, where do they not have authority over that? They've been taking it lately, because this will give us a hint at the riot issue. They have been taking authority with the COVID-19 situation that they did not have. They stole the God-given authority from pastors. Pastors have a right over their churches. Of course, the church is not a building, but rather a people. And we see in Hebrews chapter 13 that we are told that they are authority that we are to submit ourselves to. They have authority over our souls. They are our shepherds. They are under shepherds. They are heads of individual churches, whereas Christ is the head of the universal church. And that is to say that they are bound by Scripture. They are bound by Christ. They are held to the standard of Christ. Now, of course, they are not going to be... They are not expected to live perfectly like Christ, but however they are underneath Him, and He is their authority as he is our authority, and so they are to demonstrate that in the lives they live. And so there's a higher standard, not just for pastors, but also for governments, because those who are given additional authority by God are held to a higher standard. We must remember that. We must comply with that. And so these rulers have authority over Derek Chauvin right now, and we see that time and time again throughout the scriptures that it is okay and it is commendable for government to do their job of justice. Christ himself was the only human being to to ever receive a less than deserved punishment. Every other person has been given grace in their punishments. We deserve to be tortured for an eternity. That is the point of the gospel. 
God is holy and just. We are unjust and wicked and depraved. And yet he loved us and sent his, sent his son to take on our punishment so that we may be covered in his son's righteousness. So then we see, of course, that the government has flipped authority. And now, of course, the, these riots, the people have flipped the, the authority. They've taken justice into their own hands. And Derek Chauvin flipped God's authority over life. We live in a culture that endorses that, though, however. And that's the issue, of course, with standing arm in arm with Black Lives Matter, is that many, many, many of these people support Planned Parenthood and organizations in support of abortion. And what yet our lack of respect for life and the sanctity of life starts there with the unborn, with those in the womb. We slaughter them on a daily basis. There have been millions of George Floyds killed over the years in the womb. Many of little black babies. Same thing with white babies and Asian babies. And it happens time and time again and it is disgusting. And so we must recognize the fact of the matter that unless God is your foundation, you're not going to have respect for his gifts because you don't have true and ultimate respect and reverence for their giver. And that is why this is of the utmost importance. Now, I want to say secondly that this is a demonstration of the foundations of sin. We see in Genesis chapter 3 verse 6 that Eve saw that the tree was good for food, a delight to the eyes, and to be desired to make one wise. 1 John 2.16 says, Do not be in the world or of the things of the world. Those are the desires of the flesh, the desires of the eyes, and the pride of life. And our culture, as I will demonstrate, has been given over three times as mentioned in Romans 1. First, over to a sexual mind of lust. Why are they given over? Because they do not honor or acknowledge him as God, even though they know him. They see him in creation. They know who he is, and so they are held accountable. But they do not honor him, even though he has given them gifts. He has treated them far better than they deserve. They do not respect him as God, as they ought to. Therefore, we need to remember that what God does in giving his people over to sin is fair. He is backing off. He is letting them be given over to themselves. So therefore, he gives them up first and foremost to a mind of lust, a sexual mind. And of course, this corresponds with the desires of the flesh. Eve saw that the tree was good for food. This is the first state of being given over. Secondly, she saw that it was a delight to the eyes. The, John calls it the desires of the eyes. We are given over to a homosexual mind. We see the same gender, and that's what we want, because it looks like us. We worship ourselves. We are the highest being in our perspective. There is no point for humility. That's why Adam and Eve cannot humble themselves. They must pass the blame off when God calls them out. Thirdly, God gives a nation or a people, just in terms of judgment, when he has given them over to a reprobate mind. The third thing that Eve pursued was that she, she saw the tree was to be desired to make one wise. The third thing John talks about is the pride of life. And so what happens is these good things, sex, first of all, is flipped. Secondly, gender, things that you can see with your eyes, right? Race included. These are flipped. They are destroyed. And we're seeing that right now. And thirdly, people are given over to a reprobate mind. Well, how else do you describe these riots? right? God has given these nations, both Canada and the United States, over because they have been wicked, 
wicked nations that have known God and have rejected him. They have not honored him. They have not acknowledged him and they have not revered him as they ought to. And so that is why this is so fundamental because we as Christians cannot link arms with organizations that look to God, reject God, and then look to us and say, come with us. We're trying to deal with these things ourselves. We don't need God for that. That's an issue. That's an issue. And so our response to these things of the death of George Floyd, these riots and all that, needs to be the gospel. We need to set things in the correct order. We are not looking for an attitude change. We're looking for a heart change. Racism is evil. It's a sin. But it's a symptom of a greater problem, and that is our hearts. So is murder. So is these, so is these riots. These are sins, they are symptoms of the greater problem, and that is the human heart, the human nature. And that needs to be destroyed and replaced with a new and perfect nature. And so the response in these times needs to be the gospel. Needs to be the gospel. And that is my exhortation to the church today. My name is Caleb Giesbrecht. This has been the Reformed Rants. If you have any questions for me, email me at thereformedrants at gmail.com. Message me on Facebook at the Reformed Rants. Or message me on Instagram at the Reformed Rants. I uh, look forward to continuing this. My prayers are with George Floyd's family. My prayers are for Derek Chauvin to, to soften his heart. That God would soften his heart. That he would turn to the Lord. There'll be a demonstration of our Lord's mercy and grace. Our Lord changed the heart of the Apostle Paul. Paul was a wicked man who slaughtered many Christians. And so we must recognize that even though government ought to kill Derek Chauvin right now, God has shown him mercy. God, God has shown him grace. And it is not our place to enact murder or revenge, but it is God's place to enact that. And we also have the comfort in, of knowing that if judgment is not given in this world, it will be given in the next. That's all I have to say for today. Thank you folks for listening in. Have a good week, please. Bye.